welcome to the Dynasty Big Board, part of the Rookie Big Board Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Carrenti, joined by my co-hosts, Ryan Searfoss and Eric Adams. Boys, I'm back from the beach, sun-kissed, ready to talk about the long-term and short-term outlooks of some of the top rookies from the 2023 NFL Draft class. How are we feeling? Dude, I'm just glad to have a host with great hair back. Thank you. Thank you so much. You don't you don't know how much it means to hear that. I uh, I feel bad because I think I complimented Matt on his hair last week. Oh, turn on him! Turn on him! He'll turn, dude. He said he said it was better than yours, man. Super kick him through the window. (laughs) I can't can't barbershop window. Oh God. I will. I'll plead. I'll plead the fifth. All I'm right. ready to I'm getting get into the football. All right. Enough about the hair. That's fair. That's fair. Well, like we said today, uh, we're going to take a minute to check in on some of the top rookies from the 2023 NFL draft class and get into what we think, uh, you know, a realistic set of outcomes for this season is. But then beyond that, what kind of career ceiling outcomes look like for uh, a bunch of the top players? We'll get to as many as we can. But before we get into all that, we got to talk about the insane value of being a rookie big board patron. Patrons have access to the Dynasty and Debbie big board, consensus crew rankings, the 2024 rookie big board, 2023 seasonal projections, and full access to the rookie big board Discord. You can gain, you can join our growing community at patreon.com slash rookie big board for just five bucks a month or save 15% with an annual subscription. It's an absolute no-brainer. 2023 regular season's here. It's not too early to start catching up on uh, or start getting getting made aware of who the top guys for the 2024 rookie class are. We were talking about that just before we started recording. Head on over to patreon.com slash rookiebigboard. You won't regret it. And you can now try the Rookie Big Board for free. Click the link in the episode description to join the free version of our Discord. Get trade help, roster advice, chop it up with a community of over 250 fantasy football sickos we're here to help you i don't know why i feel like it'd be funny when somebody joins just the free area to start to answer a question get like three quarters of the way through and just leave dot 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 <laughs> and make them think that it froze it does not do that people but i think it would be hilarious if it did okay so if you join the free discord be on the lookout for that prank we'll see let's <laughs> see when we can make that happen <laughs> little little troll and never, never hurt nobody all right well there's only one place we can start Right, with the 2023 rookie class. It is one Bijan Robinson, the RB1, right? We all love Bijan, but what do we think 2023 looks like for Bijan Robinson? And then how high is the ceiling? Can he really, how long can he sustain, or what does he have to do to sustain being the dynasty community's, you know, RB1? Will his, could his value drop from here, or is it just going to maintain? Foss, kick us off. Dude, I think he could hit his ceiling this year. Like there's a there's a legit chance he could be the RB one this year. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm not saying it'll happen for sure. But um, this team made the ball 559 times last year. They made Tyler Algier and Cordell Patterson look great. And obviously, neither one of them had that level of talent. They have a good offensive line, a running quarterback who should open it up, dude. This. He's he's it this year. In the career, obviously, RB1's the ceiling. Like, habitual, consistent, the RB1. 
Like he's gonna be the one, not one overall pick in redraft within a year or two, every single time. Eric, what do yeah. you think? No, I can see that. I can definitely see. It. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to do the math in my head of how they're gonna get him to like 300 touches. Uh, um, the carries Tyler, is the Tyler Algier had 210 with no. I know, but what are you comparison. cutting him to? What are you cutting him to? Like 100? He's still gonna get at least like 80 gonna... to 100 carries. I think 100 is the floor. Honestly, yeah. We also had yeah. seventy six carries out of K- Caleb, Caleb Huntley. Yeah, I don't know who Caleb Twenty two out so. of Avery Williams. Like, dude, yeah. Algiers is going to be there to spell him sometimes and bang some short yardage. You're not going to take somebody as talented as Bijan off the field. I think they could. I think they could come up with at least two hundred. They have to at least come up with two hundred. They have to figure out a way. Well, that's cutting like Cordero down carries? from 144 to 100. They Body, have to cut yeah. Algier down from 210 to 100. I bet he gets Caleb 250. Hunt. I'm hoping he gets 250 because if he doesn't, then this is not his ceiling year. 250 is no. not his ceiling year. Yeah, 250 is, I think, what I hope he gets. I'm probably expecting okay. somewhere closer to like 230 to 235-ish. Which um, I think he'd still be really good. I if you're okay. 235 ish with the way running gags get injured and beat up and how many split carries. Yeah. And his, like, that makes a run at the one. Yeah. So we're, saying the seal, we're saying the absolute ceiling this year, and that's his ceiling. Yeah. Realistically, probably finishes five through nine. I think, see, I think his ceiling is like 350 touches, maybe even close to 400. Nah, not 400. Eh. <laughs> I don't know, like three seventy something. I, dude, when we talk ceiling, I, I see like two hundred seventy like, carries, close to a hundred catches. I, sky's the limit, man. Sky's the limit with him. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how long Cardale's under contract for. Algier will be a nice RB two. Like, how long is he the RB one in fantasy? Uh, Bijan. Yeah, like not obviously we're ignoring injuries this time, but like. He could be that for four or five years. Should be. He should should be. be. I think it takes something special to get that. Yeah, like he's just such a high level kind of guy. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know who else really challenges for that spot in the next year. You know what I mean? Like we won't get a prospect that's as good of a prospect as he was. And You'd have to bank on another young guy, Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, you know, one of these like really, one of these really young guys to explode. And mm-hmm. I think even if they do, people will still tout the pedigree, you know? Like so yeah, I, I think, think it's it's hard to see him not being kind of viewed as the Dynasty RB one this time next year. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. All right, let's talk redraft RB one this time next year too. Probably. Um, he could be. I could get on board with it. I could get on board with it. He's going to be one of the top like three. He'll be one of the top three guys. Like in redraft right now, he's probably my RB two. He'd he'd be my two behind McCaffrey. I'd want. And I still every time this year. And every time I take McCaffrey, I still have a little bit thinking I could be. I could get cute here. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't regret it. I got I honestly. I don't think you. I don't think you're going wrong with either guy. It's the thing. I can't believe you guys. No. Hate, I think you're good. I can't believe you guys hate Austin Eckler so much. It's crazy. 
I mean, he's in he's in the top five. <laughs> he's around there. All right, let's keep it with the other rookie running back, Jameer Gibbs. How drastically does the ceiling differ? Because, man, I don't know if the ceiling for me, like if the ceiling for Bijan is sustained dominance as the the dynasty RB one. I don't know if Gibbs is pushing him out of that spot, but I'll tell you right now. Jameer Gibbs is a top five dynasty running back to me, and that could be a top three dynasty running back by the end of the season. Is he, cur- is he currently in your top five? He will be on my next update. The last time we updated rankings, I have him at uh, seven, but I'm moving him to five. I think I'm moving him to seven. Where yeah, do I have him? Do I hate him? You hate him, yeah. Oh, you had him do 16. I? Oh, oh, you hate oh, him nice. Man. I hate him. Yeah. I hate him. Eric I hate had that him guy. 16. Ryan had him 11. I had him 7. I'm going to move him ahead of both ETN and Jonathan Taylor. I had Jonathan Taylor at 5. I don't know if they did Jonathan Taylor, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's, I was about to say. Yeah, that's a whole I'm, different, that's a whole, I'm moving that's him a whole down for that. Situation. That is yeah. a whole different show. Yeah, tune in next week to see what we think about Jonathan uh, Taylor. Like, Detroit, I just don't trust red zone usage and volume as much with him. Like, that's my hesitation mm. in that offense. I th- think his ceiling is obviously an RB1. I think he could touch the RB1 territory low end this year. But I don't know if he's a workhorse in that situation with that coaching staff and that team. What pops him in the top five for me? I don't... It's a little bit of a stretch to see him running into that because these guys who are consistent top five backs... We're seeing a huge amount of carries year in, year out. And I just don't see that. He'd have to have that Kamara usage in the passing game, which, you know what, is doable, but that was Sean Payton being a special coach with a special player to get it to work like that, that efficient. So there's some hesitation there. So I'm going to keep him in, a, let's say, like that mid RB1 range is ceiling for me, which is still really good. Yeah. I uh, I have Swift ahead of him. I have DeAndre Swift at 13. I have Dobbins at 12. I got Pollard at 14. Who's 15? Javante at 15. And then Gibbs at 16. Honestly, man, my whole thing is I just... I, I'm, I'm going to love the receiving usage, and all the reports coming out of Detroit are very positive, and he obviously is very talented. But when it comes to like running between the tackles, that's not the type of running back that excels running between the tackles. No, you know, it's, it's good. That's his ability to run between the tackles is going to depend on how well Detroit can run block. And I mean, I, I, they got some road graders over there in Detroit. I'm sure Dan Campbell's teaching them to bite knees and whatever. But, uh, that's my, my only hesitation with that. If he can, if he can pull off the Kamara thing, that's a ceiling. Like that's he'll, I mean, however high Kamara finished, I'm pretty sure Kamara has finished this DRB one. Has he? Yeah. Hasn't he finished before? I mean, pretty close, if not. Yeah, like, I don't think, I think it's it, with it very well within the realm of possibilities where he has a year where he pushes for 100 receptions. I would not be shocked if that's the case because he's that type of talent. I mean, Swift last year in his broken state still had 70 targets. See, there you go. I, yeah, he'll get he'll get the targets. If he can get to seven to 800 yards on the ground with at least eight total touchdowns will be good. We're we're he, he's made it. We're good. The touchdown scammer. 
The touchdowns are the things that's going to dis- decide it. <laughs> that's again, though, didn't realize Swift had eight touchdowns last year. It'll be the di- the touchdowns will be the difference between six and sixteen. So, yeah, for sure, get in the end zone, Jameer. Yeah, <laughs> get in the end zone. That will be key. That yes. will be key. All right, let's talk wide receiver one before we jump into some quarterbacks. We'll jump around a little bit. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Not such good news. A little hurt, but good news seems like he'll should be back for week one. We hope. Put some uh, put some exciting things out there that we know he's capable of so far this preseason. Is JSN a wide receiver one this season? Um, Eric, leave this one off. You know, or can uh, he be a wide receiver one this season? Let's put it that way. Pre-injury, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I would have said chewing. I, I know what you said about week one, Ant. It actually sounds like it's going to be more like week three-ish. Oh, really? And, like, they're, they're, they're like, yeah, week one, we're, we're cautiously optimistic. But it's like, uh, it sounds like it's that might be pushing it. Even though, even so, dude, like, I mean, he misses two games. But the question was, will he be a wide receiver one? I don't know if he misses those two games. I think he could finish... You know, thir- he could be one of those, like, 13, 14 finishes. I will say this, man. I said it. I alluded to it. I'm going to say it here. I don't think it's a, it's, I don't think it's very long until he's the wide receiver one in Seattle. Love me some DK and love me some Lockett, but JSN, I think, is, is the better player. That's exactly what I was just going to ask you. I was just going to ask how soon that happens. Because like, I, I agree. I think it could be this year. I think it. I think I could see by late season, yeah, yeah like I, weeks eleven through seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, I could see it. I agree with that. I think it could be by the second half of this year where we're like, oh, JSN is. Never mind, JSN took Tyler Lockett's role. Like it might be JSN's top dog. Like, <laughs> yep. DK's DK and Lockett will get theirs, but I think JSN has the chance to be the target hog. Mm-hmm. So, like he could do the the in between stuff, and if he gets the touchdowns with it, I mean that. Right, speaks for itself if he gets the target hog and the touchdowns. So, Ryan, what do you think of uh, JSN this season, given what we know now about the injury? Uh, I, I think we were jumping the gun either way. Like, I don't see a top 12 finish. I think we'll be, I think I'd be happy if he finishes in the top like 22, top 20 this year. Yes, I know he's vastly talented. Missing some preseason always sets guys back. Being with somebody as good as DK Metcalf, like even without DK Metcalf's the top eight, top ten receiver in the league right now. And absolutely dominant what he does in a completely different role. Tyler Lockett's good enough that they're not going to rush him back and they're not going to push him too much. There's a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. Even as a target hog, it's kind of be hard. You're going to need to have big plays and touchdown dependency for him to really crack that at the most stacked position in fantasy. I just don't know how he gets up there. Like, you're looking at, like, Al producing T. Higgins, Alon Rossi Brown, Chris Olave. Like, getting to that top 12 is freaking hard. Cooper Cup, a year from now, Maybe even like mid twenty twenty four before he really breaks out. I think it's gonna be a little bit more patience than we want to admit. I think he's gonna be a nice stop discount next year in drafts. Mm, interesting. 
think I think get... not because not because he's bad, but I think the expectations are going to be ahead of what you hate him. You hate him. We get, you hate him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just think the expectations don't match the ceiling as of this year. I think it's gonna be a little bit slower. So compared to some of the guys we talked about, long term, I think he's a top twelve receiver. Okay, all right. What the ceiling for more? You think the ceiling is top twelve receiver? Yeah, how high in the top twelve? Like the ceiling? I I think think the ceiling is you go seven or eight. Okay, all right. We're not far off. I was gonna say top five. yeah, I, I think you can hit the five to seven range. But you got to remember, one, we have absolute superstars in that top area. We have Marvin Harrison Jr. coming next year. Mm. You, you're talking, you have Garrett Wilson, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown's a freaking monster. Jalen Waddle wants Tyreek Hill leaves. Amon Ross St. Brown's 150 targets it's, waiting to happen. Dude, wide receiver is stacked. Cracking that is hard. It is going to be exciting or intriguing to see next year the difference between startup ADP for JSN versus startup ADP for Marvin Harrison Jr. I want to know what that gap's going to be in like summertime startups next year. Like I'm going to be taking Marvin Harrison Jr. And it's cra- unless he just blows up this year. Yeah, no, I, and I get like, it. But I wonder, will it be like, is Marvin Harrison Jr. coming in as a rookie and going, you know, round, uh, you know, dude, three-ish, bet, somewhere like in a real high, ra- like highly ranked area? Um, and how I much late we'll can I get? Do water- you think Marvin Harrison Jr. gets drafted as a top 12 wide receiver next year in startups? Probably. Yes. Yeah, if I could draft JSN as a wide receiver two next year, or even like snag him as my third guy if I load up heavy in startups, ooh, baby. Dude, Marvin Harrison might be wide receiver three in startups next year. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. Yeah. Before we talk a bunch of quarterbacks, uh, We'll get right back to it in a minute, but first we got to make sure that you know that the Rookie Big Board is now partnered with Underdog Fantasy Football. Underdog is the best app out there for fantasy contests. You can join drafts for just 3 bucks, gain a real understanding of ADP trends. Uh, it's like mock drafting, but with something on the line. We're always on there drafting daily. I just sent a tweet earlier of them uh, debuting the Eliminator, so... Uh, I'm toying around with, you know, joining one of those myself. But you can join us in there by using promo code RBB. It will get you a 100% deposit match on that first deposit. Help us grow. Go check out Underdog. Tell them we sent you. Let's lump all the quarterbacks together real quick. Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis. Um, I snuck Levis in there for you guys. <laughs> 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 All right, we have to start Richardson. I, I refuse not to. This season, let's start this season and before we go to uh, long-term. But this season, what do you think the ceiling is for Anthony Richardson? If he plays 18 games, he'll, he'll be a QB1. Okay, all right. You mean 16? 17? 18. Is it 17? That was 18 weeks. Hey, listen, honestly, by next season, there will be 18 games. Let's yeah. be honest. This oh, isn't a math, I have not, not a math podcast. Yeah, don't math me. Come on. Uh, but, yeah, 
as long as he stays healthy, I mean, it's going to be impossible for him to not be a QB one. He'll have over seven to eight hundred rushing yards at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and right. we you brought it up like Fields. Fields yeah. couldn't throw the ball last year to because he was throwing it to guys like us, and <laughs> he still was a QB one. So, yeah. yeah. Ryan, what do you think? I think he can finish as high as QB nine. Like, outside of the big group. Like, the top eight QBs are pretty legit and stacked. As soon as you're outside of that, I think he can finish there with that rushing upside. Yeah, it hinges on that and how like how crazy does he go. The fact, the fact he's starting week one, it I'm changed so, a lot. I'm so it glad about It changed everything. I, knew, I felt good about it, but I'm so glad that they did the right thing and they're going to just play him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ceiling wise, I think he could like if it all goes right, you know, it could be a top six six ish finish for him. Um, Long term, if it all goes right, I think he crack top five. Yeah, he could. absolutely. Yeah, like, I would agree. I think he could crack the top three if it all goes right. Yeah, I mean, you get him the right weapons. Remember how much you guys hated Jalen Hurts last year? It's not even it's not even the weapons <laughs> thing, man. They gotta fix and their O line. But like you get the get you get the right players. Also, Ryan, we didn't hate Jalen Hurts last year. Once they gave him AJ Brown, we're like, okay, yeah, and Devontae Smith. All right, well, I think we're about to eat our words here. Don't 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 well, rewrite history. You you like to bar- rewrite history. We did bury him for a while, but you guys that was pre AJ Brown <laughs> and Devontae was, Smith. It was pre AJ. But like yeah. imagine if you give <laughs> him that situation like then the sky's the limit i think he's got those guys i think he needs to yeah line. i i kind of agree his own line's bad i like, like Pittman. That's... i like alec pierce i like josh downs oh, yeah they, I, like, I can get on board with that i like zach moss like like oh disclaimer it was a jonathan taylor joke it was a jonathan taylor you just lost all reputability of the show it was a jonathan bleep it out bleep it out didn't happen didn't happen that was so egregious didn't happen my goodness yeah i'm sorry new issue day oh my goodness but, I mean, uh, yeah, the tackle play in Indy was, to put it nicely, horrendous last year. It, so, yeah, the tackle play was uh, as bad as Ant's take he just had. It, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. a take. Oh, it yeah. wasn't a take. It was a joke. It was a joke. We're they would have been here. better off putting Zach Moss at tackle last we, year. <laughs> they would have been better off. It, it would have been so better for have fun Zach here, Moss guys. as a running back and as the blockers. We're just having fun. You know, nothing crazy. <laughs> I don't actually think Zach Moss is worth it. Fair enough. All right, what about the other two guys uh, this season and beyond, Young and Stroud? I kind of, you know, this might sound like bad, but I'll be perfectly happy if they're both top 24 guys this year. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say 18 to 24 Yeah. this year. But I think they have top 12 potential in the future. Yeah, in the future, I agree. I, I like, think they could be. I think it's a couple years. I don't know if it's 2024. It might be 2025. They got a lot of work to do on them teams because they are bad football teams. Agreed. But I think Bryce just needs to survive this year. Bryce just needs to survive. Bryce comes out unscathed, call it a W. Just don't get hurt. Like, just stay alive. Yeah. And Stroud at least, at least just, Stroud has just a improved. line. 
Yeah, Stroud like, pretty much just needs to improve. Get Stroud some weapons. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like what did, but that's it. I mean, get Bryce Young some weapons too. For being honest, and you brought up Will Levis. Be pretty up there. Okay. And Will Levis, no, just just no. no. Okay, I'm not. I'm not willing to talk about Will Levis when Malik Willis is still there and he looks somewhat okay in the preseason. So we'll, I'm just gonna say the future Titans be. quarterback is not on the Titans. Okay, Pro- you're yeah. probably correct. There you're you probably go. correct. Shout out Titans fans for all you listening. Um, Y'all are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Some poor Titans fan just caught a stray. I apologize on behalf of Ryan. Uh, like we just did with quarterback, let's lump some of these wide receivers together. Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers. Ah, it's a fun group. It's a fun group. It's a fun group. It's a fun group. Rank them right now how you'd take them. Addison, Johnston, Zay. At see where I had them. For this year or for... Um, both, both. I think Addison's first for both. Still, okay, Agreed. I think he is. I think he's the wide receiver two lockdown on a team that has a bad defense, lost their star running back, is going to be throwing the ball a lot, and he's never going to see an ounce of double touch because he's with the best receiver in football. So life is good. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because they're both Zay and Addison are both in pretty similar situations. Yeah, for sure. You have a like a alpha dog veteran wide receiver ahead of them. You have a really good tight end target in the in the offense. But god damn it, do I love both of those guys? Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, every- Zay. Now you go. I was gonna say everybody's taking Johnson three, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just really between. I think Johnson. Addison I think Johnson has a good. I think Johnson's going to be good. I think Johnson will be better than what Matt is making him out to be. Oh, there's the Matt. I think there's Matt the Matt Ricochet. A little too much. There's the Matt, Matt Ricochet. Matt. Shout out, Matt. If you he, made it 26 minutes in, there you go. Bam. Boom roasted. Look, man, I, don't, I definitely don't like him as much as some other people like him. I definitely don't hate him as much as Matt hates him. I don't think he's that terrible. Like, Matt thinks he's dog water. He, I don't think he's, he's dog a, water. He's in a great <laughs> offense, and Mike Williams isn't good anymore. Because I, I don't know, yeah, I don't know yeah. if I agree with the Mike Williams. Yeah, thing, that's, but I, mean, I don't think Mike man, Williams is good, man. That's slander. That's slanderous. I think they're Mike both Williams. on kind of. Yeah, I think they're both kind of on an equal plane. Yeah. I think they're both the I same think, guy. I think Johnson. What did Mike more Williams do? Athletically you? gifted. I just he's disappointed. <laughs> well, wow. take it as a lesson, this Quentin Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't disappointed me yet? So there you go. I, but yeah, Addison. Addison Flowers Johnson for me. Yeah, that's how I take them. Addison Flowers are closer for me now than they were two months ago. Agreed. Flowers, I want to say Flowers are moving so up bad. big time. I do too, and I can't do my fandom. I just I want to, but I just can't yet. I'm gonna move I, Flowers up. Uh, we all had them reasonably close last time. Uh, Eric, you had him wide receiver thirty. Ryan hated him wide receiver thirty eight, and I had him thirty one. He's moving up a lot. Yeah, he's moving up to. He will definitely uh, move up for me. Yeah, he's gonna be in the twenties. That's for sure. Um, like I have, I have Evans and Godwin twenty seven, twenty eight. He'll move past. Yeah, those I'm moving two. him past past both of those guys. I'd, I'd. Uh, this is gonna be a bold one. I have Ayuk at twenty six. I'd probably take Zay Flowers right now. Okay, so let's play uh, this game: Zay Flowers or Christian Watson. I'm gonna. I literally have them. 
I didn't think Zay. I don't like Christian Watson. I think Watson's okay. Zay y'all Flowers. Y'all gonna learn. <laughs> Zay Flowers or Christian Kirk? Zay Flowers. I have Kirk at twenty-two. I probably like Kirk. I probably like Flowers more. This I'm is too low. This on is Christian a, Kirk. last update. I probably am. I probably am. I'm too low. Oh, you're no, too, I'm low, too low, on low on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are. Yeah. I'm you hate the guy. I do hate him. I'm looking at that now. I don't know. I must have missed lunch that day or something. I had him wide receiver 36. I like him more than that. I don't know why I had him so that's, well. That's why you felt bad about that trade. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh, I don't think I won that trade. True. Dude, Christian Kirk's a bad True. boy. A bad boy over there. That's the trade bias, though. I look at it. I'm like, I got to move him up. I just traded for that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it happens go. every time. Yeah. Got to move that guy up. Uh, all right, there's a ton of other guys, so let's just go about it this way. Eric, shout out the the few guys that you want to mention, uh, both for I'm greatly appalled that you're skipping tight end right now. I'm no, 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 I'm, that's that's the tight end segue. Oh, I, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna go to tight end here. Yeah, that's the tight uh, end segue. <laughs> God damn, uh, Dalton Kincaid. The last update, uh, I had him at uh, tight end seven. I, since we're talking ceiling, I'm going to say it right now. I'm basically going to plant the flag. This, is, this isn't even playing the flag because it's not this season, but I'm saying ceiling-wise, Travis Kelsey's not going to stick around forever. <laughs> Don Kincaid could end up the tight end one. At Let's go. I really believe that. That's a he's in, he's in a perfect spot. Uh, there, is, there is, like, Diggs is obviously the alpha there. That's it. That's really it. Like, he's really... Like Gabe Davis is a, a complimentary piece. Uh, Devin Singletary went out the went out the door, and I'm pretty sure he had like 60 or 70 targets last year. The targets are there for him. He could blow up this year and be a top five tight end. I would not be shocked. I love that. I love I love the could be tight <laughs> end one take. I love, love it so that much. That just love me speechless. Yeah, I know. I love it. He's 33, man. He's not. I mean. <laughs> I was thinking about it today. Like Kelsey probably plays to like 36, 37 because his play style is not terrible. But like those 35, 36, 37 years, he's not getting over a thousand yards. He's getting like seven to eight hundred more. Like, so, like Would things still top. Oh, it's still great. He'll be in the top. Like he'll be in the top like seven. But let that's me, not tied in one. Numbers. Let me ask you this: Dalton Kincaid or Kyle Pitts? Pre. Uh, the last, I don't even remember when we did this. This must have been pre-training camp. Yeah. I had Pitts at four, and I had Kincaid at seven, so it's not really that crazy for me. I'll probably have Kincaid over him by the next uh, update. I'll take Kincaid. All right. He's in a better spot. They're going to run hey, the ball out, out, in Atlanta. Out, of the, out, of the, out of those two tight ends, which one's younger? Oh, Pitts. I think Pitts is. Pitts. Yeah, it's crazy. That Isn't is he crazy. like 22? Isn't Kincaid yeah, he's, 23? Kincaid's like 23 or 24, yeah. right? 23? Yeah, I remember Pitts came in at like twenty. It was like twenty two point eight and twenty three point eight. Yeah, Ryan. No, I think Kincaid's ready. He is. Ryan, who you got? Who's your guy? I mean, I feel like he's in my contract. Talk about Roshan Johnson and (laughs) finishing contract. It's in my contract that he's going to finish as the top twenty four running back this year. And in the future, he's going to be up to the top, like, 15 to 18. I know it doesn't get as bold in the future, but I think he is a solid lifetime RB2. And if that receiving game comes in, it might get up a lot more. 
The receiving work is what I need to see. Yeah, so if the receiving work goes in, I think he can go higher than that. But I need yep. to see that first. But dude, just off of rushing, what he can do with the ball in his hands and just move it, move the sticks and be a red zone threat, that job's his to take. I'm going to say it, and I don't say this lightly, Nick Chubb. Think mm. Nick Chubb. Mm. If he can get some receiving work, think better than Nick Chubb. Dude, Nick, so, Chubb, Nick Chubb is like, he's the prototype of a non-ball catching run. Like he's been he's been great for what six years now. He's the prototype. All right, I gotta give the guy Tank Bigsby some love. I got uh I think Tank Bigsby is a top twenty four running back this year. And uh I think that the gap narrows between ETN and Tank. I don't think it's the ETN top twenty. For Tank Bigsby, good at football, and I think I, I ain't gonna get on you. I ain't gonna get on you because it's bold, and I love it. Here's the only reason why: it's not that I think Etn is bad, but I think that the work that Etn got last year was a product of nobody else being in the room, and I think he'll still get plenty of work. And I think he's I I still have him ranked very high. I, Travis Etn is a locked in RB one for me. I just think they're both gonna be really good. I think it's going to be a good running game. I think it's going to be a good offense. And I think Doug Peterson wants to use them both. <clears throat> and I think while ETN could supplement a lot of his value with what we hope he can expand in the receiving game, I think Tank Bigsby could supplement some of the work that he's not getting by getting like pretty valuable goal line work and uh, valuable touches of that nature. I think they're both going to be really involved. I, and I, I just want to, I want to put this, this is how much better ETN was. I know yards for carry isn't like end all be all, but I like it when you can compare it to his other teammates who had less carries. James Robinson, who I believes is a good running back, 4.2 a carry. Jermichael Hasty, 4.2 a carry. Both were over 40 rushing. ETN, 220 carries, average 5.1. ETN is a hold your breath, big play kind of guy. Dude, he ain't going to outrun him. That dude is not. That dude's an elite back. He's elite. You can't knock him. Up. We act like he didn't get the ball last year, and he had. Oh, he got the ball. He had fifty percent of the backfield work. He had. And he's going to keep that. No, no, I don't he's think there's that, any chance. Good. I don't think there's any chance. Let's make a bet on it. Let's close the pot. When you're two hundred fifty touches at least. No, 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 no. Market share. Market share. <laughs> 250 touches? I, all right, last season, yeah. last season he had pretty much 50% of the backfield to himself. He had 220 rushing attempts. He had 11.25 and 5 touchdowns. So, I mean, I think that's his range. I think the 250, like, 270. I don't think he's getting 50% of the carries. I don't think he's getting 50% of the carries. I, I need a little bit of leeway off just pure 50. But I'll get something close. But we'll bet it. All right, let's bet. I'll take the under on 46.5% of rushing attempts. Okay. All right. What are we betting? Some, I'd rather, something I'd rather fun. Just be bet like a number of carries. Number of, I, I'd rather be a number of carries, too. Okay, hold on. Let me pull up. Yeah, don't use percentage. Numbers. Use, like, like 
two. Do you think he's over or under 200, 210 carries? Over. I think he needs to be over 210 carries. Or else you have failed, Jacksonville. Hold on, let me look at the... Or if you want to do total touches. Because the targets thing is weird, dude. 35 receptions. I would not have guessed 35 receptions. I would have guessed more than that. Okay, so like more. 200 and... Okay, 210. You want to make 210 the line? 210. Yeah. Okay. Give me 211. Give me 211. <laughs> make, make it 211. Over 211. All right, I'll take under 211 on carries. Ooh, something spicy food than challenge? I, I, yeah, sure. It doesn't how agree. You, how are you spicy? Not great, but maybe we can film <laughs> I mean, I don't it. Want, I don't want you. I don't want you dying on this. Oh, we are definitely filming it. It's definitely, <laughs> We're definitely filming it. We're putting it on the Patreon. You have to join. It's like a $20 a month Patreon tier, though. Okay, like it's super. <laughs> it's it's super. Exclusive. We ain't giving you the value deal yeah. here. You okay, gotta, you gotta five. Pay up. You're only get the free one until it's just about to touch the lips, and yeah. then it's gonna cut out. Yeah, the rest gonna, get to see oh. Anthony's tears. Well, yeah, no you got to upgrade to ninety nine, ninety nine. Sorry, Dude, what, what, pay per view, chip, baby. The one chip challenge. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. One chip challenge. One chip challenge. Let's do that. Let's put in the page. We should have the bets area on the Patreon we'll create today. Okay. All right, we'll and, put it out there. Yeah. Two eleven and a half. Two. I'm just <laughs> glad it's not me doing the bet. It's usually me, and I'm. There won't be. I'm happy one. to be on the sidelines here. All right. There's oh. there's there's nothing left to say. There's nowhere better to end than that. So. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dynasty Big Board. If you haven't already, do us a favor: leave a five star review on whichever podcast app you're using. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss any of the Rookie Big Board action. And we will talk to you guys next week. Later, taters.